0: In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. The uh, text for the sermon is taken from the uh, the Gospel. And it came to pass in those days that Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized of John in the Jordan. And straightway, coming up out of the water, uh, he saw the heavens open, uh, and the Spirit like a dove descending upon him. And there came a voice from heaven saying, "Thou art my beloved Son." in whom I am well pleased. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Angels are not baptized. Angels are not baptized because they do not have material bodies uh, that may be baptized. Uh, how would you baptize a spirit? Uh, how would you uh, administrate any uh, sacrament uh, to a spirit? Well, we cannot administer any sacrament to a spirit because all sacraments like the gospel sacraments of baptism and holy communion, require material objects to be given and taken by a person uh, who is also a material body. Uh, the material object, uh, objects of uh, of object of water, is poured upon a sometimes screaming, uh, but always uh, the, the material head of a baby. Uh, and uh, material objects of bread and wine conceal the visible and invisib- uh, the invisible body uh, and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ and require a very human mouth and tongue to receive it. A tongue that may bless or curse another person. A mouth uh, that may hunger more for rich food than righteousness. Uh, that very mouth opens at the altar to receive the body and blood of Christ. And yet we know. Regardless of wrongs done in the body by Christians, when we confess our sins, God forgives us and we take the blessed sacrament to uh, the health of both body and soul. Are you all with me? Okay. Uh, angels have no part in this because they're not material bodies. In fact, angels apparently predate uh, what science calls the Big Bang. Uh, You look at uh, that picture of Jesus and John standing in the Jordan River, Uh, that water, those rocks, the birds, uh, our Lord's body, John's body, your body, my body, the clouds above, the galaxies flung into outer space, the little mice that live out there in the field in front of the church, all that matter had its origin, they say, in the Big Bang. They say that the material that makes our bodies, the material uh, that makes bread and wine, the material, that material, all material uh, that's ever existed came from the Big Bang. Now, I don't know whether it was the Big Bang or something else. I exhausted my science there with you. But I do know this. uh, uh, To be absolutely sure, uh, God... uh, uh, it, it became, it came into being God called the material world into existence one way or the other and I imagine that when God did call uh, the material wor- uh, world uh, uh, into existence uh, there was probably a big bang uh, it's, it, it was certainly was a big event Genesis the Genesis account y'all stick with me now, okay? don't start wondering what I'm doing I know, I know what I'm doing, I really do, this time. And I, I believe this will land on its feet, we hope so. The Genesis account is about the creation of the material universe. Uh, there was a creation before that when God created spiritual beings, the, these messengers moving as fast as light that we call angels. Now, Angels are magnificent uh, creatures uh, and it's understandable. Uh, that some folk have gotten uh, all mixed up in their thinking about human beings and angels and confusing. Percy Demmer, uh who is a terrible theologian, uh, and he's author of Hymn 122, which we never sing because it's a terrible hymn. Uh, uh, and, but that's an example of one man who was really mixed up in his thinking. The third stanza. Y'all are looking it up, aren't you? it's 122 look it up later third stanza uh, he says "Earth's myriad creatures uh, this is for St. Michael the archangel earth myriad creatures live after their kind dumb in the life of the body confined uh, you speaking to the angel are pure spirit but we here below linked in both orders are tossed to and fro that's just terrible but it gets worse uh, let me say this, first of all, uh, angels, I mean, uh, he, uh, we're not part angel and part animal. You'd kind of get that idea from what has says here. But as I said, he, it gets worse. His confusion grows in the fourth stanza where he says, Yet would we soar as a bird from the mesh, freed from the weakness and wonder of flesh. How bad is that? It really is 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 Gnostic as the day is long. Uh, We don't despise the body. We don't despise the material world. We're called to love it. Poor Percy. Poor, poor Percy. Uh, He should have read his Bible more than he had read German theologians uh, and and some Greek philosophers. Uh, Had he stuck with the Bible, he certainly would have written better poetry. Uh, The author of Genesis knew better than Percy uh, because he recorded uh, that man was the very last of God's creatures created. Uh, created not out of nothing. Listen to what I'm saying. Uh, created not out of nothing like all of the creatures that came before him. Read the account. It's only, we're the only ones who are sculpted from material already made, namely dirt and made into a living spiritual material being by God's own breath Uh, made in the image and the likeness of God himself and made the crown of creation and given the charge to husband God's creation that's our job it remains our job to this day our charge to husband creation, to dress her, to keep her, to care for her, to love and to cherish her. And note that this office of husband was given to man before the fall, okay? This is, this is before the fall. This has nothing to do, well I wouldn't say nothing to do, but this is not, this office was not given to us for our salvation. It was. It is. Who we are. It has to do with our very being, and the meaning of our being. Why we exist. And we've forgotten it. All being, it's, It. We, we've all forgotten it. Uh, that we've forgotten that our, our God given. Uh, this is our God given vocation to husband, uh, creation. It's not entirely departed though, from us. Uh, whether we say it or not, we know deep down inside of us, deep in our bones, we have a, a love for God's world. Our flesh longs to plant a garden, uh, to raise chickens, to gather eggs, to hunt deers, to go fishing, to make food, to arrange flowers, to love God's creation. And as you do these things, uh, we mysteriously receive some kind of satisfaction that we can't exactly put into words not so easily. You slow down time and place and all these material things we realize are not merely means to an end but in some sense you actually begin to love them because you begin to intuit that they, all this material stuff uh, in some Banner is what this old, old, long story that we're a part of is about. Now I admit that I have cited mostly agrarian examples here and also admit that loving creation is not exhausted uh, by the agrarian way. Anytime one loves truly, one enters into the mystery of creation and takes up husbandry. Uh, that one discovers that real love is concrete and specific uh, and not disembodied disembodied, and not nebulous. I've mentioned this story before there's a story written by Carson McCuller years ago that I recommend you read it's called the title A Tree, A Rock, A Cloud A Tree, A Rock, A Cloud by Carson McCuller Uh, and in this story A 12-year-old paper boy uh, goes into a diner in the wee hours of the morning after delivering his paper route. Uh, And he meets an old man who tells him that he loves him. That's a little creepy today, I admit. But it it wasn't creepy when Carson wrote the story. And if you read the story, it isn't creepy. It's really beautiful. This old man, this nobody, tells him, that he, that he loves him. Uh, and then he goes on and he tells the boy that love is dangerous. And we're not nearly prepared to really love people. Love is a hard thing. Love, he tells the boy, is the most dangerous, sacred experience on God's earth. Uh, but starting with a person is too much, he says. And the old man reaches out, and he takes the boy's arm, and he says, son, uh, do you know how to love? Do you know how love begins? And the boy is sitting there with his eyes getting bigger and listening and growing still, and he slowly shook his head no. And then the man leaned in closer, and he whispered, a tree, a rock, a cloud. Now, whether Carson McCullough's meant it or not, she ends up affirming creation and, in fact, affirming the sacramental way of life. Look at, if you want to, turn to page 11 in the Book of Common Prayer. And look at the canticle uh, of praise for all of God's creation. O ye angels of the Lord, bless ye the Lord, praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye sun and moon, bless the Lord. O ye showers and dew, bless the Lord. O ye fire and heat, bless the Lord. O ye ice and snow, bless ye the Lord. O all ye green things upon the earth. O ye whales and all that move in the water. O all ye fowls of the air. Bless you the Lord, praise Him, and magnify Him forever. Let us not be glib. It's it's easy about love. Because none of us, and we know this, I don't have to tell you this, you know it, none of us do a very good good job with it. Uh, And I submit to you that unless we learn how to love, like this old man was talking about, a tree, a rock, a cloud, really and truly, Uh, we can hardly love one another like we want to. If I have forgotten my vocation, uh, 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 what it means to husband the simplest of God's creation, how can we expect to husband those who are made heirs of God's creation? Husband any little piece of creation and we will catch ourselves falling in love. And as, as we learn, uh, as we learn that, we also understand what a gift that little piece of creation is, whether it's a garden or flower or an apple, or whether it's my children or my wife or a parishioner. You learn what a gift is what the meaning of a gift is and sometimes you learn that you have to just let a gift be and let it become rather than trying to make it into what you want to make it into not that I ever try to do that mind you well there's our Lord uh, uh, probably standing knee deep in the cold waters of the Jordan our Lord the last Adam Our Lord, the true husband to creation, the archetypal husband who will not let his father nor his bride down, the single shining example of love which is always self-giving, always presenting self, soul, and body as a living sacrifice. We'll never get this right, we keep trying. We're never going to get it perfect, uh, but Jesus will. There's another theologian I don't like since I'm talking about theologians. That's one of the themes here. Named Zwingli. Oh, he's annoying. Not as annoying as Calvin, but he is annoying. Uh, and and uh, But I want to say this. He had an image that he frequently used when speaking about the love of God, and he nailed it with this image. That image is of a little child holding out an empty hand and her father dropping a bright red cherry right into her palm. That, he said, is the heart of God the Father, to drop a bright red cherry into the palm of your hand God gets it right every single time. And because he always will, and because he loves us, it will never forsake us. He's called us to keep trying over and over again, to love the way he loves, and to learn how to receive his love as well. And uh, we have all eternity to do this, okay? Uh, There's not like the, the period is up. We have all eternity to learn to love and to be loved as God loves us and as his love is shed abroad in your hearts. All of eternity. So slow down. Take it easy. Don't be in such a hurry to live and to get things done. Learn how to love God. And know that the Father, who is pleased with his Son, created you, you, each one of you individually. He created you out of his love in the first place. And he's called you to be loved and to learn how to love. And as St. Paul wrote, you can be confident of this very thing that, He which has begun a good work in you will perform it. And God will finish this task. There came a voice from heaven saying, Thou art my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost.